Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of the Glitter Effect Podcast with your host, me, David Martinez. Yes, I am your host. And oh my gosh, hey, I missed you guys. Holy crap, it's only been one week, but I feel like I've been gone for so long. Um, But I hope you missed me. Um, Sorry to leave y'all hanging like that last week, but I just had some little thing come up um, that involved five dogs. (laughs) Basically, I was just dog sitting um, slash house sitting for um, my besties. But I'm back and better than ever. And luckily, in the meantime, a lot of stuff was announced. So we have a lot to get through today. Um, hopefully I can keep it nice and concise for y'all and not go on too many tangents. But, uh, in the meantime, let's go ahead and talk about one of the biggest things that I've found, uh, taking over TikTok. Yes, we're having our TikTok moment right now. And it's that freaking NPC thing where, like, I'll be scrolling on TikTok and I'll just hit so many lives and they're all doing that same thing because that one girl made it super popular. As she should. She does it freaking amazing. All these other people, mm-mm, they do not do it amazing. I'm like, no, no. We all we all can't be doing the same thing, especially if we're not equally good. Um, but if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's when they do that weird thing. Um, they're like pretending to be like an NPC character in a video game. So they'll just be sitting there like basically kind of swaying back and forth and blinking weird. And, like, if someone was to gift them, like, the taco gift on TikTok, they'll be like, mmm, tacos, num, 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 I love them. And they'll go back to it. And, like, if someone does it, like, three times in a row, they're like, mmm, tacos, num, 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 I love it. Mmm, tacos, num, 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 I love it. (laughs) And it's just so stupid. And, you know, the girl who, you know, got famous for it or made attention to it, I know she's making money. She is making money because she's on there for hours just going live and people are constantly sending her gifts because the more gifts or the more gifts that you give a creator the more uh, emotions they would have and everything so she's just going through them but now people got a hang of it because you know no one can have anything to themselves anymore so the people got a hang of it and now every live i see almost is those stupid npc videos and some of them are not even good at all I'm like, what are we doing? Like, if you're going to do it, do it good. If you're not going to do it, don't do it at all. It's just so strange to me. But, oh my gosh, I was like, we have to talk about that because it has just been all over the place. Um, the second thing that's been on TikTok is the <laughs> is the age filter. And I know, I, I know y'all know what I'm talking about. It's that new filter that ages you. And the scary thing is how accurate it is don't get me wrong i'm gonna look super cute when i'm old i'm like period i'm like a cute little man so cute um but some people i said "Mm." (laughs) no um i think it's a good thing i'm some people are like really having an existential crisis about it because they're like oh i'm not gonna get old if i can't look like this i'm not i don't want to get old i'm like you guys getting old is such a privilege because you get to see yourself you know, you get to see yourself have all those years and live a long life enough to see yourself become that age. You know, that is the biggest privilege that we have. Some of us don't have that privilege. Some of us don't make it that far. So I think it's kind of beautiful that we see ourselves aged like that. 
because like I said, it's a very accurate filter. A lot of people are like putting it on celebrities' pictures when they were younger and they look like how they look now. So, you know, you know, I say age is inevitable. So just embrace it as it comes. Yes, we may freak out when we start, you know, having gray hairs or our hair starts thinning and everything. But at the same time, it's kind of a beautiful process because we're we're also maturing and getting wiser. And it's just I think it's just a privilege that some of us will get to be that age. Hopefully all of us. I hope everyone listening to this podcast has a beautiful, beautiful, extra long life filled of good health, good laugh and good memories um because it's just beautiful it's beautiful you know all those wrinkles each wrinkle has a story (laughs) like for me for example i know i'm gonna have the deepest smile lines because i'm constantly laughing and constantly smiling at the dumbest things so i'm prepared for that because i was like hey i earned these lines dang it they're worth my time (laughs) um but that's been the little tiktok moment that we had tiktok twine (laughs) um yeah as you know, TikTok is always evolving and always changing. And who knows what the next big thing is. Um, I'm still obsessed with Terry Joe. If y'all don't know who Terry Joe is, I suggest y'all get on that train and get on the right side of TikTok because you're missing out. Um, and that's all I'll say because I can go on a whole episode about Terry Joe. Love Terry Joe. Um, uh, speaking of TikTok, as y'all know, my favorite person in the world, Brittany Broski. Is on TikTok and she posts some crazy videos, but she posted uh, last week an amazing photo set of herself. Um, and I say photo set; it was like multiple photos, and it was like Viking themed or like uh, Game of Thrones themed looking. Uh, because she is coming out with a new show on YouTube, and I've actually already seen the first episode. Um, it's her medieval show, and her first guest was Orville Peck, who I was like, holy crap! Like, he's a really big country star. Um, loved both of them. And seeing both of them interact together was so funny. I was like, wow. I said, they really did that. But it was so good. I love that show. I can't wait to see the new episode. I wonder who the new guest is going to be. Um, but if you haven't watched that, it's on YouTube. Just search up Brittany Broski. And I'm sure it'll be, like, one of her first videos that pop up on her channel because it's brand new. Um, but, yeah, it was really good. It was really funny. I love the idea behind it. Like, the medieval thing. And, like, each guest is going to go and create a little emblem for the castle for the broski nation um i think it's a very creative and cute idea um speaking of cute ideas did y'all see the new trailer for american horror story are we getting into our tv moment i think we are it's time for a transition here we go perfect so today on our tv moment (laughs) the tv era uh american horror story is coming back you guys and oh my gosh i have not seen it since american horror story apocalypse after that i haven't seen not anything new from them because i kind of really just like lost interest it started turning into like a weird like i don't know the stories weren't that creative to me and it was just weird um i don't think there was one last year if there was i'm sorry but uh i don't remember seeing anything for it last year but they are coming back and they are a part of my French, but it is so cunty. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know what that word means, I don't mean it in the way it was meant. Cunty just means it's serving so much fierceness. Because it is. The trailer alone was insane. Also, it's starring, of course, American Horror Story Queen herself, Emma Roberts. Looks amazing. 
and it's like a weird lullaby like opening up the song it's just it feels very much back to the first few seasons where it was like creepy like dream setting just kind of the trailers itself are just weird and you're it just makes your mind think like well what the heck is this gonna be about uh so i'm glad they're returning to that era of themselves because it's just so cool the trailer was very short uh, very creepy which it's american horror story you want it to be creepy but it had emma roberts had cara devlin or devlin i'm not quite sure how to say her name love her though she's the model that has um beautiful thick eyebrows i i always think that makes her stand out because those eyebrows are insane and kim kardashian yeah i don't know if she's the main character i don't know if she's a minor character but i think she's gonna be like the mother of the season and honestly if she can like hack this out and do and like her acting chops are good i'm so excited for this for her because if she kills this it's gonna be amazing because i know a lot of people don't like kim kardashian but i do i think she's kind of funny like (laughs) i i think she's unintentionally funny if that makes sense but that also sounds rude like i'm not laughing at her i am laughing with her um but sometimes it's just i think where they're just so out of touch with reality sometimes that's what makes it funny to me um but i love kim kardashian um so i'm excited to see her in this new season of american horror story um speaking of new seasons and since we're on the topic of tv shows let's talk about anime it's in the same theme so not really watching anything new um except jujitsu kaisen season two you guys this last episode really messed me up (laughs) it was going good of course it was going good it was funny it was so lighthearted, and i knew i should have known i i should have known better that anything lighthearted and pretty in the beginning of an episode is going to be the saddest episode and sure enough it was so sad i don't want to say what happened for those of you who haven't seen it and are planning to watch it but oh my gosh it is just the most uncalled for <laughs> situation um two uncalled for situations actually and you're just like double whammied by the end of the episode and you're just sitting there with your jaw on the floor you know your jaw will be in this in the deep sea level because mine was i was like are you kidding me i like we were we were double bamboozled all in one bamboozled again Ugh, it was just so uncalled for i thought are you kidding me so it was very very traumatizing to me um as far as tv shows go i'm not watching anything tv related i'm trying to think nope there's really nothing (laughs) um but um you have a show you want me to watch definitely let me know um i know one of my besties nico is watching suits and so he highly recommends it but i don't know also he didn't even know megan markle was in there i was like that's prince harry's wife he's like huh that's her i was like oh my gosh (laughs) yes that's her um anyways uh i don't know what the show's really about and i don't know if i find it that interesting but who knows i may give it a watch um it was highly recommended (laughs) all righty so moving along what do i want to talk about i have a very professional docket today you guys but i kind of didn't put them in order and that's on me (laughs) i was just writing topics down left and right um oh you know what i know what we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about music heck yeah because i love music and there's been so many good songs coming out and so i was like oh we have to 
we have to just listen to these. And on that note, let's go into music. So, uh, I've been on a K-pop kick. So, I used to listen to K-pop all the time. I was like in fifth grade when I discovered Girls' Generation or SNSD. There was two names for them. The first song I heard from them was called Run, Devil, Run. And I said, what is this? I was like, oh, they're Japanese. Clearly, I was very young and naive. And I didn't know that they were Korean. So, I was like, this is amazing. I love this music. I love this song. Didn't understand a word that was being said, except the English parts. Um, but I just loved it. That's the good thing about music. It's so, like, transcendental. Like, it, you don't have to know a language to love that music. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to know the words to feel the music. Um, so that's why I love K-pop. I don't know a lick of Korean, but I will gladly sing along to those songs the best that I can. Um, but yes, little fifth grade David was listening to K-pop, uh, Girls' Generation, Shine, Super Junior. Ugh, loved them all. They were all my favorites. But Girls' Generation were my girls. I listened to them until they retired like a few years ago. Um, but I had I had stopped listening to them like in high school. Stop really like listening to K-pop, uh, but recently I've just gotten right back into it. Not so, not with BTS. No offense, Army. I'm not a BTS fan. I'm not an Army member, um, but I am a Twice fan. I'm a Once because Twice is so good. Um, in fact, one of my besties, Christina, got to see them live a few weeks ago, and I'm still a little jealous of it, but it's fine. Um, I'll get through it. <laughs> But oh my gosh, it was I love Twice. All their songs are so good. Uh, but this isn't about them. Not this episode. We can give them an episode. Actually, <gasps> wait, this episode does kind of have Twice. But I'll explain that a little bit here in a minute. <laughs> so anyways, uh, the first song that I want to talk about is the new one from G Idol called I Do. <gasps> it is such a beautiful ballad. I think that's considered a ballad. But they're the ones who sing Queen Card. For all of you who are on TikTok, I know you for that song where they're like, I'm a queen card, I'm a queen card, I'm a, I'm a. Anyways, it's that song. They're the ones who sing that song. But they have a new song called I Do. And it's so pretty. Their voice, it's a slower song, but their voices are so beautiful together. The music video is stunning. And it's just so sad. I was like, how can like a five minute music video make me go through all these emotions at once? Um, but it was amazing highly highly recommend it i have been having this song on repeat since it came out i know for a fact it's gonna be on my spotify wrapped <laughs> like just between like the few weeks it's been out i'm i know it's gonna be on there um you know what else is gonna be on there new jeans if you don't know who new jeans are is they're the uh, k-pop group as well because like i said we're going deep diving into k-pop um their song is pretty popular on tiktok too actually um, but anyways, they're called New Jeans. They have a new album, mini album out. And you guys, I'm obsessed with every single one of these songs. Um, if you want to know what the album is called, it's called New Jeans Second EP, Get Up. And it has the Powerpuff Girls like theme. It's just, oh, it's the perfect album. I love all the songs. Like, they're so just like up my alley. I love the beats. I love everything about it because it's just so pop i love pop like i'm a little pop troll if i lived in the trolls universe i know exactly where i'd be <laughs> i know exactly what kind of troll i'd be i'd be a pop troll um but yeah it's just such an amazing album if you just want to feel like 
how can I explain the feeling that it gives? It just makes you feel like very um, kind of pumped up, like very light, like energy, like very light energy, very just like sparkly. I feel like sparkly with it, or it's very glittery. Yeah, that's the word, because we're the Glitter Effect Podcast. You want the glitter effect as well? Listen to this music, because it is so, it just makes you feel light. It makes you feel glittery, sparkly. All of the above. It's just so much fun. I love the music. Again, a lot of it's in Korean. Don't know Korean, but I love these songs. It's just, I play it every morning to get ready for work because it's just like the perfect get ready music. And oh, I love it. Um, oh, I keep saying um this episode. I'm so sorry. I thought I got rid of that, but I guess it's back. <laughs> Anyways, um, the next song. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just did it again. I'm going to slice my tongue off. Anyways, the next, <laughs> I want to say it again, the next song we're talking about, uh, or, or, <laughs> rather, not song, an album, is by Misamo. And remember when I said that we were going to talk about Twice a little bit later again? Now's the time. So Misamo is a subunit from Twice. So, let me break this down as clearly as I can. Twice is a nine-girl group, group, K-pop group. There's nine members. Love them all. The But the subunit that they have right now is called Misamo, and it is consisted of three of the members who are Mina, Sana, and Momo. And Sana and Momo are my faves. I love them so, so much. So they released a, a mini album called Masterpiece. And on that album, everything's so beautiful. So if you, it's really, um, it's not so much pop. I mean, there are pop elements to it like um what's it called uh, what's that song called i'm about to freak out um do not touch it's kind of poppy but not like regular k-pop um how can i explain it but basically the rest of the songs are very like watsy i guess it just feels like rich not money rich but like velvety like when i listen to me i'm like ooh, this is like a nice velvet lounge or something. It's just, it sends me away to that universe. I'm like, yes, this is where I want to be. But yeah, it just feels very like rich. Um, not so much like soulful. It's not like soulful music. Like they're, they're not hitting like these soulful notes, but it's just very, I don't know, very velvet lounge to me. Love it. So if you want that vibe, listen to their new mini album called Masterpiece. And the group is called Misamo which is the first letters of each of their names. So Mina, Sana, and Momo. And just give it a listen. Let me know what you think. Oh my gosh, yes. I will put that in the little thing at the end of this episode. Let me know if you listen to it and let me know what y'all think. Uh, it's such a good, just such good music, you guys. It's, I just love music. Um, I know I talk smack about country music and I always will, to be honest. But um I haven't actually heard any new country songs. I was about to say, but I'll listen to them. Um, but, you know, I just love all music. Music is just so magical to me because it just is such a universal language. You can listen to music from anywhere around the world. And if you connect to it through its beats, through the feeling it gives you, the words necessarily don't matter. And a lot of songs. Um, of course, there are songs where the words mean so much and have such beautiful meanings to them. And you can connect to that. But music itself is just such a universal language, and it's just so pretty to connect to. I love it so, so much. Um, I think that's all I have about music. La Musica. 
I wasn't talking about the Barbie soundtrack, but we will get into that when we talk about the Barbie movie. Because, holy crap, you guys, I loved it. But we're not going to talk about that right now. Right now, we are going to talk about... Um, let me pull up the docket, actually. <gasps> Video games. That's what we're talking about. That was a little video game moment. Transition sound that we're going to video games. <laughs> I'm trying, you guys. I'm trying to up the production. I'm trying to up the ante. Um, Harvest Moon. Who remembers Harvest Moon, you guys? That was like DS era. That was like Wii era. Actually, GameCube era. Harvest Moon was on the GameCube. Sorry, my age. <laughs> but uh, it was such a beautiful little peaceful game. You're just a little farmer. And you had your little animals with the cute little black eyes. Uh, they were just so adorable. Well, guess what? They're coming back. And they're coming back full force with their new game, Harvest Moon, The Winds of Anthos, coming out September 26th. It looks amazing. They really went in and just... Uh, gave you a whole role-playing world. Uh, it's kind of giving like Breath of the Wild, um, kind of like the new Pokemon game as well, like very open world, but it looks so interesting. It looks so pretty, and the animals are back, and you're still a farmer. You're still trying your best to be a little cute little farmer and a harvester, uh, but just seeing those cows, if you remember the Harvest Moon cows, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's just their cute little faces, but seeing them in the new trailer brought me back so much nostalgia. And I loved it. And I can't wait to play it. I'm going to play it. Uh, it's coming to the Switch, I believe. I think it's the Switch exclusive. Or it might be on every system. Um, I will double check that. But I can't wait to play it again. It's called Harvest Moon, The Winds of Anthos. Coming out September 26th. Uh, speaking of video games that are coming out in September. You know what we're going to talk about again. Mortal Kombat. I'm bringing it up again because they released another trailer, which looks amazing. Um, this trailer was called the Ungadi trailer. And you might be wondering to yourself, what the heck is Ungadi? I said the same thing when I saw the title. I said, who are they? Well, you got to remember, they're revamping everything in this universe of Mortal Kombat. So in this universe, the Ungadi are a group of priestesses who are just selected from birth, basically, to be like protectors of the royal family in this world which would be katana melina sindel and their dad i don't know if it's if his name's gonna be king jared in this universe but that's what it was in the old one but anyways their dad so these uh babies are trained like from birth until like womanhood to be like crazy assassins crazy warriors to protect the royal family well guess what one of those characters is lime and you guys you don't understand how hyped i was when i saw her Lee Mei hasn't been available to play as a character in almost like 15 years. The last game she was in was like Deadly Alliance or Armageddon. Those games are old. And, you know, the graphics... Actually, the graphics aren't that bad. No, no, they're pretty bad. <laughs> I lied. Um, but it was just so uh, insane to see her in this trailer. I was like, are you kidding me? She popped out of that little caravan with um, Liu Kang and just started beating people up. I said, period. So what I loved about Lee Mei back then in the old games is that she would have like sparkle effects. <gasps> it's all coming full circle. <laughs> I like the sparkly things since even back then. Uh, anyways, when she would like launch like a fireball, it wasn't really a fireball. It was like a firecracker because it was very sparkly and it was made like a pretty little noise. And I loved her and her colors were purple 
And oh, she was just so cool, and I loved playing as her. She was one of my favorite characters. And uh, because you have to like unlock Katana and everyone, and I wasn't that good of a player when I was little. I was like eight. <laughs> so, but I would play as Dimei because she was unlocked, and I just loved playing as her. She was my favorite Mortal Kombat character back then. Um, but of course, you know, when they released the newer games like Mortal Kombat 9, X, 11, and now 1, she was never in the game. So, you know, you learn to love other characters like Katana, Melina, Jade. Those are my girls. Um, so, seeing her in this trailer, I said, are you kidding me? Her character design is so pretty. She looks so cool. Because she's not like... So, when she was in the old game, she was very kind of like hoochie. There ain't nothing wrong being hoochie. I'm a little hoochie myself. Sometimes, <laughs> but uh, in this game, she looks very much like a like a lieutenant almost, like she's in charge, and I love that. She has a ponytail. She has her purple is still back. Her purple signature color is back. It looks better than ever, and uh, she still has the sparkle effect. I was so happy when they showed her gameplay and she had that sparkle effect. I said, "Are you kidding me?" I said, "This is all I want. This is gonna be the best game I've ever played in my life." <laughs> um. Well, throughout the trailer, you know, it shows her giving some background information. But then she runs into someone. And who could that someone be? It's Tanya. So a lot of the MK fans have been wanting Tanya to come back. And she's back. And let me tell you, she looks insane in the best way possible. I already saw on Twitter the the hateful feedback that she was getting. But those people are just stuck in the past, in my opinion. A lot of people were upset with her character design because... They're like, this doesn't look like Tanya. I don't like her hair. I was like, it's Tanya. I was like, her color scheme and everything is there. She just has a different hairstyle, basically. Uh, and I love the new hairstyle. Because it's giving, like I said, the uh, Ugadi. Ugadi? Ugandi? What are they called? Ugadi. I knew I was missing up the M there. Ugadi are these warriors. So they're not going to have, like, you know, their hair long and flowy and their outfits are not going to be like, you know, real skimpy or anything. They're warriors. So their hair is going to be up. It's going to be an updo. It's going to be wrapped. Um, they're going to have like armor on. And so that's how Tanya looks. She has these cool like hair knots and hair loops in her head. And her weapon, I don't know what her weapon is, to be honest. It's like a weird staff thing that like breaks into three pieces and she can have an extension to it. Super cool. I was like, holy crap, Tanya looks insane. But her character is the new leader of the umgadi and so lee may is just trying to get on their good graces to get back into it because spoiler alert uh katana melina's dad was killed on her watch so that's why she was kind of like shunned from them but she's trying to make her come back um with them and in the trailer we get another character release or like another character being playable and it's baraka and baraka is such a pain in the butt to fight against but, but, I will say, I'm so glad with the direction they're taking him in this game. He's always just been, like, the bad guy. Like, no one really knows why. Just because he looks like that, he's just the bad guy. Um, if you don't know who Baraka is, I highly suggest Googling it, and you may be shocked. Anyways, he um he's back in this game. Looks insane. He looks better than ever, in my opinion. His design in this game looks amazing. But they gave him a great storyline. So in this game, um, in the old games, they were called Tarkontans. In this game, there were normal people at one point, and they were infected with a disease called the Tarkat, or the Tarkat, 
disease, aka Tarkantin. And Melina has it, and she has to keep it a secret because she's a princess in this world. But it turns you into like a monster, essentially. And so Baraka in the trailer says, we were once normal people, but we got the Tarkat disease, and it just turned us into these monsters. And like the only release, which he says this in such an epic way, he says, the only release is death. I said, oh, oh. I said, excuse me? And then his gameplay starts, and it's just so cool. I was like, the story they're giving him, I'm glad they're giving him more character. Because he's such a, the fans love Baraka. He's been around since the beginning, and it's just so cool to see him get like a genuine good story and not just be like a bad guy or the assistant of the main bad guy he's like his own character in this game and i freaking love it oh my gosh (laughs) in my in my docket i put (laughs) tartar disease instead of tark hat oh my gosh that was the autocorrect trying to correct me i know what i was trying to spell and now look made me look a fool tartar disease Ew, that's not like tartar sauce. Gross. But um, yeah, that's the end of the video game moment. So let's talk about movies. So in the world of movies, we're going to talk about one thing. Oh, we'll talk about two things. First thing, I'll get it out of the way. A new movie coming out, Gran Turismo. It kind of ties into video games because, as you know, Gran Turismo is a video game. It's a racing game. Um, for those of you who don't know, my apologies for assuming. <laughs> um, Gran Turismo is a racing video game. You race cars, um, like in the Forza world and stuff like that. Well, not Forza, because that's Forza Motorsport. Anyways, sorry, can you sidetracked. It's a racing game, essentially, right? Well, there's a movie coming out, and I was like, ooh, a Gran Turismo movie? Well, it's actually based on the true story of these gamers who were recruited by the Gran Turismo racing company to become race car drivers because these gamers have raced these racetracks countless times in their head, like in the video game. Some of these gamers have raced the same track over a thousand times, but now they're recruiting them to be real race car drivers because they think, and you know, and it kind of makes sense. You would think, you know, oh, it's the same exact thing. You've been doing it. You know where to turn, you know how to turn, you know where to drift when you need to drift. But now can you apply that to the real world? And I'm like, whoa, that's a crazy idea. This is based on a true story. I remember seeing this a few years back, but I don't, I don't know the result of it. So, And I don't want to find out the result. I kind of want to see the movie first um, and then you know learn the real story behind it. But I do remember hearing about that they were getting these gamers to race and these races like in their real cars. And a lot of them were just like freaking out because they're like, it's the same, but it's not the same. It's the same in the sense as they know which gears to push. They know they need to go like a first gear, second gear, third gear, whatever. They know the racetrack, like the back of their hands. They know how to get to point A and B. They know exactly when to drift, when not to drift, all that good stuff. But a lot of these people have never stepped foot inside of a real race car. And so they can know everything except the experience of doing that. And I was like, holy crap, that's kind of crazy. Because if you think about it, think of it like with Call of Duty. There's so many, like Call of Duty has some uh, levels that are based on real life places. And some of these gamers have played those games so many times where when I've seen it like on Twitter, they go to these real places and they know exactly where each spot is and all this other stuff because they've played it so many times. Um, Same thing with Assassin's Creed. A lot of people (laughs) who went to Italy 
uh, when Assassin's Creed first came out, uh, they went to Italy and they were like pointing out places. Like, oh, here's this, here's this, this, that. And people were like, how did you know all this? Like, have you been here before? And they're like, no, I just played Assassin's Creed. Because Assassin's Creed does such a great job of developing the city and the arenas to the real world. So a lot of people are like, oh, no, I, I haven't been here. I just know it because of these games. And to me, I'm like, that's crazy. You, you kind of have that experience virtually, but then you also don't have that experience in real life. It's weird. It, if I think about it too much, I'm like, whoa. Um, even the same thing with the new Spider-Man game, which, by the way, coming out October 21st, I believe. Um, they also unveiled a new PS5 console for it. So it looks really cool. Anyways, um, the new game is set in New York, and it's so detailed that people were finding their apartments in the game. So like, oh, look, here's my apartment. <laughs> and that's how detailed. Obviously, you can't see inside. because That'd be creepy. But they found their building. Some people found the places they work in the video game because that's just how detailed it is. Like, that's crazy. Like, you can truly explore. Like, if you, like me, for example, if I played the Spider-Man game and I went everywhere, I knew exactly where all the stores were in the game and everything, and I studied it, I can go to New York and wouldn't even need, like, a map or anything. I'd be like, oh, it's just down here because I played on Spider-Man. Like, oh, the store's over here. We just got to take this street. Like, what? Like, that's crazy to me. It's also very cool. That's why I love video games. It's just such a cool way to blend real life and video games. It's just so cool to me. But I'm kind of glad they're making the story because, you know, is that possible? Can gamers become experts in a field that they haven't have that they haven't had, like, actual hands-on experience in? So, again, I haven't seen, I haven't looked up how the story ends. If these racers ended up winning the race, um, I kind of want to see the story, the movie, and figure it out that way. But it's just something to ponder because you're like, whoa, that's crazy. Like, can I be a kung fu expert because I play Mortal Kombat <laughs> so many times? Or things like that. Or can I, can I become a wizard? I played Hogwarts Legacy so many times if i go to universal studios harry potter the hogwarts world am i going to be able to find where i'm going in uh diagon alley who knows uh <laughs> sorry so stupid uh side note i really want to go to harry potter world at universal studios so if someone can take me that'd be great thank you um or disney world hey if you want to go if you want to take me to disney world hey all power to you take me with you i will provide entertainment and that's it. <laughs> and even then, I don't know if you would even think I would provide entertainment. Um, just kidding. I'd pay for like, I'd pay like $5 for gas or something <laughs> as we fly out there. But yeah, I want to go to those places. Um, oh, and the new Mario World. Sorry, I'm getting so distracted because I was talking about all these things. Uh, any hoozle. Um, let me go return to the docket because what were we talking about? <gasps> That's right. The final subject of today's episode. Barbie. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, I saw the Barbie movie thanks to Nike taking me and his white cat. Um, we kind of forced him to do it, but it was fine. He had a great time. <laughs> he might say otherwise, but don't listen to him. He's lying. <laughs> but this movie, you guys, was so good. Oh my gosh, I don't want to like say any spoilers to it because again, a lot of people haven't seen it, but it's truly just, to me, it had 
such a great message and these messages are just like whoa like the moral of this of the movie is that it's hard being a human it's hard living having experiences you know some of it's harder for others and even you know everyone has a struggle you can look at millionaires and think oh they have all that money like they have nothing to be stressed about they're still going through things because we're all human we all go through things and i think the message of this movie was just to you know you don't have to fit inside a box that others have set up for you this is your life you can do what you want with your life you know yes there's rules that you should follow and so to be you know a good person but even then you know at the end of the day you're you this is your life and there's expectations put on us and there's things people expect of us to do which of course those expectations duh but you know there's just a lot of pressure to do things or to be a certain way or to live a certain type of way or to have certain ideas and it's just it's hard you know it gets a little overwhelming so i think the point of this movie was to be like hey you don't have to be what you don't want to be if you don't want to be in a situation or you don't want to do that you know you don't need permission to live your life go and live your life as long as you're not hurting anyone as long as you're doing something that just makes you happy and makes you a better person why not chase after it you know i understand some people have jobs they need to look for and everything but even then like it's just capitalism at its finest (laughs) but i'm a little capitalist boy and i would continue to buy things um but it's just it's crazy i just love it because you know a lot of men were upset at the movie um because they're like oh you know it's very emasculating to the man i was like i don't i mean you gotta remember it's ken ken was made to be silly goofy (laughs) like in the barbie world like I was like, you guys, you got to remember, you're watching Ken. You're not watching, like, a man. You're not watching actual Ryan Gosling. He's playing Ken. You got to remember, Ken is Ken. He was made to, like, be Ken, like, be a Barbie. But there's that thing again. He was made to do this. And that's the moral of the movie. You don't have to do what you think you were made to do. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, you don't have to live in the shadows of others or in basing your entire identity on either trying to impress or dominate anything around you you know what i mean it's just if i don't know if i'm saying things right but that's what it just if that's the message i feel was put across um unfortunately you know some people did not like it they were like it's so emasculating i'm like you guys if you want like masculine energy go watch oppenheimer <laughs> that's a whole movie about war and an atomic bomb which i heard was really good um very sad though you know atomic bomb very scary but you know what i mean like it's you gotta just look at it from that perspective it's not telling you you have to be a certain way or you have to you know and again it's just that whole thing where you're like oh so massive who like there are people like that there's people of every walks of life the thing is just you know respect people be kind to people it's not hard if what they're doing is not hurting you whatsoever and it, <laughs> I don't get how people lose energy over what other people do in their lives. It's very confusing to me. Um, yeah, moral of the story, moral of the Barbie movie 
is that you don't have to do what you were made for. You get to decide what you're made for, and you get to go after it. Because it's your life. We all have one shot at this thing. And make the best of it. Jeez Louise, you know, just go after anything you can. You know, of course, don't put yourself in bad situations where you're going to be, you know, <laughs> like upside down. But, you know, just go and the little things in life. If you, you know, like you know, crocheting, go and crochet a whole blanket for yourself. Don't make it a job. Don't do it for someone. Do it for yourself. Because when you turn it into work, then that's what it's going to become work. It's not going to become something you enjoy anymore. So I just want people to really take that message with the Barbie movie. And you know what? Take that message from me and this podcast. You know, I want everyone listening to go out and just have fun and be silly, goofy. Because like I always say, this world is oh so serious sometimes. And it's just good to just sit back and live in that fantasy. You know, our minds are such a big energy provider. Like We truly can create, you know our reality if that makes sense i'm not saying (laughs) i'm not saying you're gonna be like in the matrix or like ooh, i summon something no that's not what i mean i mean your mindset if you think positive you know even if it's a negative situation you can think positively about that in a way you can uh, i'm not saying you won't be hurt by anything you know yes you will be hurt but that's one of the things about living you get to learn the lessons of that hurt so i don't know I just think it was such a great, 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 great movie. And I want to see it again because I loved it so much. (laughs) Uh, One of the opening scenes, I will say, was uh, Barbie uh, opened up and she had like a sequin blanket. And Nike was like, hmm, that's you. I said, yeah, yeah, it is. What about it? (laughs) He said, we got to get you one of those blankets (laughs) to match your wall. I said, yeah, we do. But um, yeah, I loved it. It was such a good movie. And like I said, people are going to hate on it and stuff. But if you just take a step back to not hate on it and just look at the message about it, it has a great message. And I think that message is just, you know, and some people, if that's what they want to do, like I just said, you live your life and you you don't have to live to expectations of others. And hey, if someone wants to be a total butthole, they can do that. If that's what they want to do with their life, be a butthole. You know, I won't have any... <laughs> I will not partake in your butthole. And <laughs> that did not come out how I wanted it to be. I mean, like, I will not partake in your shenanigans. Like, if you want to be negative and that's your life mission, go ahead. Do your thing, boo-boo, but do it over there. I'm going to be over here. <laughs> because we, again, have the power to remove toxic things from our life in order to have our lives be better for ourselves. And if someone's being a little butthole, they can. I'm going to remove them. From my life. You're going to do that over there. Um, but yeah. So sorry about on the whole little tangent about Barbie. But it was such a good movie you guys. So cute. Um, I wish there was going to be a sequel. But Greta Gerwig already said. She doesn't have any plans for a sequel. Um, I said that's fine Greta. That's fine. You can go and relax. Um, but yeah the marketing for this movie. Was also just in- completely insane. And I absolutely loved it. And I can't wait to, I kind of, again, I want to watch it again. But the outfits in the movie, I knew they were going to be throwing some references back to the old Barbies. And they sure did. And, oh, I can't say nothing. <laughs> I was about to give a huge spoiler. Jeez Louise, I'm glad I stopped myself. 
But anyways, you guys, that is it for this week's episode of the Glitter Effect Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I honestly, if I'm being vulnerable with you guys today, which I always am, (laughs) I missed... I know, again, like I said in the beginning, I was only a week, but oh my gosh, I miss doing this. I want to do this for the rest of my life because, one, I love talking to you guys. Again, it's a very one-sided conversation. (laughs) But that's why I want y'all to interact with the comment section or the little Q&A that I have. Like, put your thoughts in there. I I really want to know, like, what y'all think of the episodes and stuff like that. So, I just really miss doing this. I really missed you guys, my little sparklers. I think that's what the group consensus was. There was a lot of votes to be called that. So I miss my little sparklers and I just love doing this. And I love bringing you the latest and greatest and all the news. (laughs) Um, If I missed anything, of course, always let me know and I can discuss it on next week's episode. But yeah, this has just been a crazy two weeks. I missed you guys. Uh, so so much and i can't wait to get this episode posted and i can't wait to you know see what else is going to be coming out there's always something new to talk about always something grand and exciting so who knows what the next thing will be but i know that it would be featured here on the glitter effect podcast and i will always say the full name of it or call it tge i think that's a better way because glitter effect podcast is so long (laughs) so TGE. It will be our little acronym for the show. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Anyways, you guys, thank you so much for listening to me. I really missed y'all. I really missed doing this. And uh, I can't wait to just keep going. (laughs) I really love doing this. And I can't wait to see where this goes. And yeah, I'm just, I love doing it. And I love you guys. And thank you all for listening. And I will catch you on next week's episode. So until then, bye.